how's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to the radio show, Late Nights with uh, the Late Back Ass Podcast. Ladies, strap yourselves in and enjoy the show. And fellas. And fellas, if you're listening, strap yourselves in and enjoy the show. <laughs> no homo. And if you are homo, you can hang out too. We don't discriminate over here on the Laid Back Ass Podcast. Yeah. Did I sound like a Keith Sweat? You know what I mean? You sounded like somebody on the radio. How's it going, ladies? Welcome to the Keith Sweat Show. (laughs) And the first thing I want to do is tell you that this episode is sponsored by Harris Boys Electrical Service. Yeah. It's Keith Sweat. Does that sound like Keith Sweat? I don't think so. Okay. Let's pay some bills. All I can. <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. This episode of Laid Back Ass Podcast is sponsored by Harris Boys Electrical Service. If you need any lights, plugs, switches, maybe you got some circuits in your house that's not working. Maybe you're trying to sell your house and the real estate agent then told you that you got to get this stuff fixed, man. You got to get this stuff fixed and then it didn't pass the inspection. That's Okay. That's okay. We can take care of that That's over okay. there at Harris Boys Electrical Service. All you got to do is call 810-449-2445. We bring power to the people. Now, let's start the show. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Layback Guest Podcast. It's your man, Figure the Kid, aka Boyan Balls on your bitch, the Serbian Slutzler, aka Bohan Balls on your bitch, the Croatia, Gucci, Connoisseur, aka Girth the Kid, because I want you to suck on my penis, baby. I want you right there down on your knees for me. Yes, sir. Behind the scenes, we got. J Dub. J Dub. Y'all know what it is. AKA. J Dub. A A. Okay, okay. AKA. <laughs> White boy whiting. Let's go, man. We coming to y'all live from the from the studio. Yep. And uh man, we got we got some stuff to talk about this week. It's not much. We here for a good time, not a long time. We got shit to do tonight, people. Okay, we got shit to do tonight. Lots of shit still baby. to do at ten o'clock. Yeah, the day, the day is not over till the no. day is over, baby. It's young baby, you dig what I'm saying? That's why we here with y'all trying to vibe and get these topics going. Matter of fact, do me a favor: like, share, comment, subscribe. Let everybody know you're listening to the best podcast in late night. I'm gonna do my best to share it too, man. I don't want to be that guy who doesn't share the podcast so everybody could tune in. Here y'all go: like, share, comment, subscribe. You feel what I'm saying? And then, then and like, really do comment. Really, because I'm finna be asking y'all real questions, man. I ain't got time to be out here talking to myself. You know what it is? So anyway, J Dub. What's uh how you doing this week, brother? I'm I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. I just got back from North Carolina. Okay. How was I, your wedding? It was it was actually probably the top twenty of any wedding I've ever done. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, it was a blast for sure. I'm happy for you, bro. Did you yep. marry a black woman? Uh, I didn't marry anybody. Oh, but I did perform the ceremony, so I technically did. Was that? Um, you couldn't hear it here, but I could hear it. Yes. Was that a black woman? Um, nope. Was it a black? Woman? Nope. There was no. Was there any black people at this wedding? There was a one dude. One black dude. Was and you know like a funny a story about that? No. He was a black black. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that if he was 
in our area of Flint, he would, uh, you know what I'm saying? He wouldn't, he would have knew what to do, where to go and type shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, how to walk, how to talk type shit. Uh, the funny thing is he actually had the groom at his wedding and Dan was the only white, white dude at his wedding reception. Okay. And then was he, he ended is up he being black, white, is he white, black or white, white? No, but he grew up in Mount Morris Beecher. I mean, he's so what got that? a little, so is he white, white? Is he white, black? I would say he's more white, black. I mean, you feel comfortable saying that though, but you don't feel comfortable saying it. Well, because I'm not, guy. I'm, I'm a white man. So at least I have part of that to, be able to <laughs> you know, go along with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I, just whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you know any Indian Indians? <sighs> Which ones? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Native American Indians that also like one of the parents is a Native American, the other parent is from. Uh, no, I don't. That would be crazy. I want. Yo, you need to interview one right now. Crazy. Who's watching? I know one of you guys. I know has part so, of yes, that yes. equation. If we got somebody who is part, who is Indian, part Indian and part Indian, yo, need you on the pod immediately. You're correct. Navajo and Red Dot. I need both of y'all. Red Dot. <laughs> is that racist? I think so, but I mean, I think that's just a description. I thought you were talking about a gun. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, uh, the, so now they black. Well, I think anybody can own a gun that has a red dot. And do you? I do not have a red dot. So you white white. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you want to call me. Whatever. Uh, white you white call. people definitely own guns with red dots. Oh, I think those are. I don't know. Red white people. Red white people. Mm. Not red like Indian either. No. Color. Red like white. Red like and blue. Red, white, and blue. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what you Similar did. Similar to that, you know? No, I see what you did there. Uh, how was my week? Um, Yeah, how was yours? It was cool, man. It was cool. Went to an open mic. Where? In Flint, Michigan. Nice. Where? <laughs> At Queens Provision. Okay. It's uh on the first floor of the Barrett Hotel. Yeah. You know the, the what Barrett Hotel? hotel? Uh-uh. The Barrett Hotel. So it's not a hotel anymore. Now it's an apartment complex. Oh. Okay. Or apartment building. But downtown? Yes. Right off what's that whatever that street is behind Saginaw. Was it by Soggy? By Soggy MLK isn't it No Cause Yeah I mean technically That is behind Saginaw But the street behind that Okay Grand Traverse But it's before oh, It's where know. it branches off Into Saginaw okay. And MLK But it's It's behind that Grand Traverse is on the other side Of okay. Carriage Town Yeah But it's basically in Carriage Town I got you Long story short Right before you get to the bridge Okay It's a Wine And charcuterie Bar. Bar? I guess that's the room area. I think they call them like rooms. Charcuterie place. Wine, like a tasting room. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what it is. So you can go in there and get you a charcuterie place. That sounds white, white. White, white is for sure. 
right across from the building is where a whole bunch, where like the majority of the homeless people sleep in the summertime, like right outside. It's our version of um, what's that street called in L.A. Skid, Skid Row. Row, yeah, Skid Row. That's our version of Skid Row. <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Did you know we had a version of Skid Row? I didn't actually. I don't know if I've ever. I think I've been on that road before. If you want to feed some homeless people, that's where you find them at. So if I want to go buy a bunch of shoes, buy a bunch of food, that's where you take them to, and then go over there and just turn my camera on and put it in the passenger seat. And yeah, turn the camera on. Or have your homie walk up with it and yeah. hand stuff out on camera. Yeah, make like sure that. I get all of the. You gotta catch everything on footage, Russ. Did you did you do it? Never did it. Yeah, you didn't do Psh, it. Didn't even spend the money. Yeah, none mm-hmm. of the, none of the people. Who you did it for will appreciate it. Unless yeah, you it's seen it. by everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to say it's because you want to inspire others to do the same. Right. It's not because you want to have the fame. It's mm-hmm. because you want others to do that, which is cool. And you don't stop until I you get millions of followers. I do think it's fair to say that a part of them wants to do it to be a good person. Oh, dude, they they wouldn't be doing it if they yes. didn't. Fair to say that a I part of agree. Them. Uh, but I don't then think when you that can, any there's part, an opportunity there. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the opportunist part of them negates any of the good being a good person aspect of it. I think a lot of people say that it does or feel like it does. I don't think it does either. I that was all just a bit. Right but I there. do think it's fair. If the opportunist, if it seems like you're leaning more into the opportunist realm than the doing a good favor realm, like if you walk into Skid Row and you give one person a hundred dollars and you videotape it, you're being an opportunist. You could have gave ten people ten dollars. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You could have actually done some help there, but you're just doing it for the clicks, and you're just being more of an opportunist than you are being. A helpful person or Correct. a good person, and I think that's where it Sh- shows difference. Yeah, that's where the scales kind of tip. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. And I have no problem with. I think. Uh, I mean, I think the lighting looks better like this. I'm gonna Probably. tell you what. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna tell you what my problem is. I don't like when I go to like Walmart and they ask me to donate my change for they whatever charity that they gonna use as a tax write off. You gonna use my change as your tax write off? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. But but do they have to actually claim what we tip or give? They if they, towards the total. I'm what I'm getting at is, is we just say yeah we'd throw money towards it if you put money in a bin and you gave it to this charity and then at the end of the year they're like all right we made. Six million dollars on people's extras, so we're gonna give um, Children's Miracle Network two million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, can they do that, or do they have to give? I would, I would think that would be fraud. Who? But I would hope so. Even but then, like, a five what? million, a six million dollar tax write off, it saves them six million dollars. 
if you get to the end of the year and they tell you you got a $50 million tax bill and you show them that you got $6 million in charities from customers who gave you change and you you putting that in your charity. True, because that money never came from anybody else other than us. And let's say you even price match it. Let's say they also put in $6 million. Well, they still getting the $6 million for free change. Yeah. Like $6 million is a lot of money. Well, yeah, I don't know what I mean, it is. That but, was but, just a hypothetical. But, even, but, but, like, even, but uh, Let's say it's $6 million because the amount of people who frequent Walmart on a regular basis. Yeah, I would say that you're probably, you're dealing with millions for sure. You're dealing with millions. You're dealing with millions of dollars that they get in the tax write-off for. Damn, so I just need to put that button down at the bottom of my page. That's why I don't, that's why I don't ever donate my change when they like Arby's or something or mcdonald's yeah. or walmart i'm not i never donate my chain wow because y'all just this is just your way to have a tax write-off on my dime dang you think y'all smart and you know you are <laughs> and you are smart you well pay, they are because the 14 cents the 14 cents 10 times that i'm gonna you know the dollar 40 that i'm gonna put in still isn't stopping them from putting six million dollars in write-offs but at least you know that you didn't yeah. partake in giving them that. I mean, if if I personally have a problem with billion dollar companies or billionaires not paying taxes, I think it's my duty to not help them not to not help them avoid paying taxes, right? Especially yep. when I could just donate the money myself. If I wanted to donate twenty cents to a charity, I could do that. You know what I mean? I don't need you to be my 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 middleman for donating to charities. True. Just so but I but it's feel, a way just so to, I can feel good about myself tonight. That's all I'm really getting out of it. But I mean, it's a way to catch those people that don't have that thought all the time. So like, oh yeah, no, they definitely make a lot of money off of it, and they're going to continue because there's a lot of people who not going to acknowledge the fact that they getting a tax write off on your on your money. Yeah. A lot of people who not going care, really. Damn, so even the corporate company that I worked for, they had fucking, they had times where they're pushing, okay, hey, we're going to do this to, for United Way. Mm-hmm. We're doing this for this. Mm-hmm. That's they tax write-off. I'm like, okay, you know, cool, our company is involved. <laughs> They in which they are. I mean, they are getting no, the money are. to the company. And, and yeah, that that's obviously the ultimate goal, anyway, for my heart, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's just bringing the knowledge to that, like bringing the light to it. It's like, damn, that was just a that's just a huge like tax loophole type thing. I feel like a huge tax loophole. Yeah, huge. But you know they can write off so many, so many millions of dollars in charities, bro, charitable y- contributions. Imagine you did that. Imagine right now you were just like, "All right, so everybody buy my album and donate five dollars to charity." Yep. And then at the end of the year, I had so much money in charitable contributions that I could write off all my taxes. For I mean, year. just pretend that it was more than what you made. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, it was more than what you brought in. Regardless, I mean, I've I've known some some really good. <clears throat> I've known some really good. Like, I don't want to put nobody's business out there, so I'm not going to say any names. But I've known some really good nonprofit loopholes. 
when it comes to paying your taxes. If you got access to a nonprofit and a few other things, there's a, there's some really good loopholes you could take advantage of. Yeah, we may or may not talk about it after the pod. Yeah, I mean, loopholes are legal. They're not illegal loopholes. Well, well, no, I don't mean that. I just mean I'm not trying to put all that out there right now. Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell everybody these, these people's business. But, you know, they, just know there are you can get a they, you, you can live your life like a corporation. If you find out those loopholes, all you got to do is figure them out. They out there. They are definitely out there. All right. What's next? Um, yeah. Or where? Where are we going with that? <laughs> where are we going with it? Nowhere, man. That was just that was just talk about taxes. I hope we educated people. Me too. No, seriously. Yeah, but so let's get into some topics then, because I don't know. What else. Oh, did you see? Uh, did you see Offset at the the Colorado game? I didn't. I seen a picture of him, but so he I was didn't. at the Colorado. It was a lot of people who went to the Colorado game. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. And okay, we gonna we. I'm pretty stuff, sure there's some stuff I want to talk about with Coach Prime, but it's, Nick that's, Cannon and then Drumline was there. It was a lot of shit going on. Um, The Rock was there. The Rock. The Rock. Um, another rapper. ESPN, and I was talking to one of my homies about this. ESPN is giving Deion Sanders a lot of coverage. A lot of coverage, especially for a college football team that's not even like in the what main main division or whatever it's called because I don't watch a lot of college football. But um, I think I think they setting him up for failure, man. But also, who's they have two wins already this year, and last year they went one and eleven. So they already in a better position than they was last year. Correct. But I feel like ESPN is setting them up for failure. And I say that because they hyping them up. They said they were supposed to win that last game against Colorado uh, State by was it Colorado University, whatever. Yeah, it was like Colorado and Colorado State yeah. or something like that. Whoever they was playing, they were supposed to win by 40. It's what ESPN was saying. They're they going to win this game by 40 points, hyping them up like crazy. They only won by like six points. They thought they were going to beat them that bad. They The spread was like 26 well, And points. they tied. Barely. They had like a 26-point spread. They barely tied to end regulation. They had a 26-point spread in their favor, in in Coach Prime team favor. Yeah. And so many people took that spread because they believed what ESPN was talking about, and that game was way closer than what that spread was saying. Yeah, well, right. Like I said, that they barely got it into fucking overtime, and then wasn't it overtime? Uh, I think so, yes. I think it was double overtime, actually. Okay. I think it might have been double overtime. Okay. Well, either way, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did win. Shout out to them. There's a lot of celebrities going down there supporting the school. I seen, like, his sunglasses are, like... Selling a lot of sunglasses. <coughs> he made, yeah. like, $4 million on sunglasses. Crazy. Selling sunglasses. In, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. So, well, how do you feel about it? Do you think he over? You think they overhyping the team because they fuck with Deion Sanders? I can see that. I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking like they're, you know, the team is 
supposed to be better this year. So they're going, you know, kind of like an underdog story type thing. Mm -hmm. But he's got a lot of coverage about shit just about him. (laughs) Do you think if they lose it, they will look bad given all the hype surrounding them? One game, maybe not. But if they lose two in a row. But also, they only won one game last season. They're coming off a one-game season. So they're already doing better than they were. Right, but they smoked somebody the first week. Who are they playing, like Oregon or something? I don't know. They playing a really good team. I don't think. I don't know, man, what will happen, honestly. They got some really good teams on on their schedule. Well, I don't know how how that works either. Unless it's their division, but yeah, okay. Let's let's get into that first topic about Coach Prime. Then, did you see that he ranks his kids? It, no, I didn't see that. He ranks his children between like his favorite kids, and they can go up and down on the ranking depending on how well they do. Mm-mm, didn't know that. And he said, everybody ranks their kids. You have kids. I have a a kid. Do you have a favorite? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. If I had two kids, I don't think I would. But I would be able to tell you that the feeling that that I have of the one kid who's new would be different than the feeling that I'd have of Mila and whatever age she is at that time. Mm-hmm. Because I've went through that growing up stage already, and I'm here. Mm. So, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's any different. It's not a lesser love or anything. It's just a different. It's different now than it was when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. So he say he got favorites. <sighs> I couldn't do it. Like he got like five kids. No, nope. and one of them is his favorite right now. And that's his quarterback. That's well. the quarterback, probably. Yeah, but his other kids are doing pretty well, is what he said. So he said it's a toss-up, you know, but right now he got favorites. But he said everybody got favorites. What a dick. If they don't, if you don't have favorites, you lying. That's what he said. No, I think if he you just. you say you don't have favorites, you lying. He just honest about it. Honest, probably. But that's not the. That's not really the case. I mean, you would ask some people probably, and it would be the the truth. But mm-hmm. you think it's wrong to have favorites? Then no. Well, wrong in what? Maybe. Maybe. Do you think it's wrong to tell your kids you're not my favorite right now? This other child is my favorite. I think as far as the child's development, it's probably not good for. Mm -hmm. But if you. Yeah, I don't know. I think that wouldn't wouldn't be good for the child's mindset to be like that. Yeah. Um, I think he is. I'm not going to say how I feel about him because, you know. When you're in front of company, you gotta show. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have some manners. So in the public eye, I will always say that he's an amazing football player. He's doing a great job with them boys, and I hope he hope they continue to win. 
That's really all I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm um if I have any criticism, I'll I'll say it. <laughs> uh but you don't. I'll keep it to myself if I do. If I do. But I don't. You know? I don't. He doing a great job <laughs> with them boys. And I hope he continue winning. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I do. I th- I hope he continues to win too. Um, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. I think that's all I'm gonna say because I have, I have, I have, I have some thoughts. But they say timing is everything, and this ain't the right time to share the few thoughts that I have. Right. Maybe next time. We talk about Coach Prime. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And I kind of agree. Yeah. Next topic. Let's talk about Delta real quick. Okay? Yeah, fill me in. Delta made some policy changes for their Delta Sky Lounge. And people feels like these policy changes are anti-black. Now, my question is... Are these policies anti-black or is it just capitalism? I'm going to read these. Let me go to Twitter. Oh, shuckity duck nuts. Shuckity duck nuts. Is that what you're making for dinner tonight? Oh, before we get into that, let me play this video. All the way he up on your phone, too. moving up. He's okay. moving on up like the Jeffersons. But Shador is straight up balling, too. Um, Bossy came in and gave me the biggest hug and kiss and, and appreciation for daddy that she could ever give me at the end of the game. So that was great. And Junior's been balling. What he does on social media is is is, is fascinating. So it's, it's tough. My kids' rankings are tough. It's a serious run right now. It really is. It's a serious run right now. I'm the only one that's honest about ranking my kids. You guys, like, like you love all of them the same, and you don't. <laughs> I don't know why y'all act like that. He, he is. He remind me up. of BoJack Horseman. I don't know who that is. You ain't never seen that show? Uh-huh. Kind of look like him a little bit. He kind of look like him a little bit. That's who he remind me of. Let me hold on. Let me share this. Shepard is walking in right now. He pretty late. <laughs> you, yep, and that'll do it. Another episode. Another <laughs> another episode finished. Yeah, man, you a little late, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm always on time. You kind of, you you like a half hour late, man. Fell asleep, man. You fell asleep. <laughs> All right, which one you on? Which one you on? Give me a check real quick, bro. This guy's crazy, y'all. What? Yeah, everybody make some noise for Shepard for showing up. I'm on time <laughs> to work late as hell today. <laughs> I was work. I was late to work this morning. You late to work now? I'm late to work now. It was just it's a late day for me. Late tomorrow. This don't don't sad. do that. I can't be late that many times. Don't be late, bro. Yeah, I know them points, bro. They starting to add up. 
They starting to, they starting to look at me funny. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, man, you wildin', man. We almost fired you today. Yeah, that's black, black, right? That's black. Now, that's black, black. <laughs> <clears throat> so what y'all talking about? Uh, you know, uh, uh, we were just talking about Dion. What's your thoughts? Oh, that hit? No. Ranking oh. his Deion kids. Deion Sanders. Ranking his kids? Yeah. Oh, I think that's cool. You think that's cool to rank your kids? Yeah, he's he's not saying that he loves them any, like, to me, it's not like saying, like, they not getting love. Right. Any like different ranking, love. Yeah. It's just ranking and how they're doing right now. He yeah. Said, he don't like, love all his kids it, the same. If, <sighs> you're not, nobody loves all their kids the same. If they saying that, they a lie. You're not going to, because every kid requires a different type of love. Right. So why, if you're loving your kids the same way, you're doing <laughs> your kids an injustice. But but he's saying that in the sense of ranking them. He's not saying that in no, the sense of I'm like, loving them differently. He's saying that in the sense of I'm ranking my kids because I don't love are. them the same. Yeah. That, that, that means you're ranking them between I love them more than I love them right now. But you could tell that he loves his like I mean, they, nobody said he don't love his kids. It's different. We're no, saying I would that say it was different if love. you could like, you could tell it's a different type of love for like. You could tell that he he really don't like this kid, like. Because I think the, nobody said nobody said. No, I think nah, how he do uh, Shiloh. I think he do that on purpose. <laughs> Shiloh is always last, but they, if you see like their relationship on TikTok and stuff, because I follow Shiloh on TikTok. I see why he lasts. Because he always owned uh, his dad head. Like, always. Mm. Like, it was one that he was talking about how uh, his dad was like, oh, you going to be in shape for this season? He's like, yeah, I graduate. I'm going to be all in this like, <coughs> insane shape. And he was like, we're going to hold a father-son expedition. And Shiloh's like, bro, you don't got no toes. You can't even run. Like, he was getting on his head, though, like, for 20 minutes about him missing two toes. <laughs> He's like, you 98%. <laughs> which, honestly, missing <laughs> two toes, you more like 80%. But, but yeah, like, if you, I would say it would be different if you could, like, it's obvious that he don't like this kid. Like, like it's one of them he really just don't like. Mm-hmm. But I think... But I think if you're saying this on a national stage, you're perpetuating something to people who are who are going to misinterpret it. Yeah, they're going to misinterpret it, and then they're going to say it's okay to love this kid less than the other one, and then tell their kids that. Yeah, that's on them. <laughs> I see it a different way. It sparks like I don't know. It's just like a friendly, like even with like when I'm all together, you see videos of them all together. They really do. Like be, like doing stuff just to get in head of each other on the rankings and stuff like that. Like it's playful batter, and it's it be hilarious. Especially the other his other kids be yeah. It just be funny to me. I don't know. Tell me he don't so look. Huh. Oh, oh man. Hell no, man. Pull this nigga up, dog. 
point down like this nigga nose point down. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why? man, dog. Y'all can't tell me, man. Listen, man. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Did we get into the next topic? I don't think we... I don't know. Oh, we did. We started talking about it. Delta policy changes. Are they anti-black or are they anti-capitalist? All right. I mean, not anti-capitalist, but just capitalism in general. All right. I'm going to discuss them. It's kind of long, but stick with me. The major changes are the miles no longer count towards your medallion status starting in 2024. Only the MQDs or your spending will count towards medallion status. Sky Miles, Platinum, Amex car holders will no longer have access to any Delta Sky clubs starting in January 2024. Okay. Sky Miles, Platinum, Amex card holders will not have access to any Delta Sky clubs. What's the point of having a Sky Miles, Platinum, Amex car? There's no Sky Miles going on here. I can't even get into the Sky Lounge. Continue, it would now take a minimum of 6000 to reach the lowest medallion status level silver. That is 3000 more than it took this year. It would take a minimum of $6,000 in spending cash to reach the lowest medallion status, not through miles. You can't get it through miles. Currently, Delta gives MQD waivers for those who spend 25000 Starting next year, the spend amount will only get you up to 2500 MQDs, which is absolutely ridiculous. Delta has also taken drastic measures of restricting the number of times all card holders can access Sky Lounges. Amex Platinum card users can use the Sky Lounge six annual times a year. Amex Business Platinum cards can use it six annual times a year. Amex Sky Miles Reserve cards, 10 annual <coughs> visits. They get two guest passes. The only exception to the Sky Miles Club limits is for Amex cards. It's the black card holders. Now, people are saying it's anti-black. I'll explain why. And others just feel like it's just capitalism in general. Um, Which one do you want to hear first? Capitalism in general? Yes. Okay. It's capitalism in general because the Sky Lounge, the Sky Lounge lines were out the door. People were, so many people were getting access to them Sky Mile, Sky Mile Platinum card, <clears throat> Amex cards, right? Yeah. That, they were abusing the the Delta Sky lounges, especially after they posted it on TikTok, and then everybody started taking advantage of it, right? So the lines were crazy, like out the Sky Lounge, out the hall, out down the in the airport, down the way. Like you couldn't even get into the fucking Sky Lounge, and the people who could get in, it was overcrowded, and it wasn't like a a, a, a luxury anymore. It you know was, what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like so before saturated as fuck. Yeah, it was oversaturated at this point, and this is pretty much how all the sky lounges is looking <laughs> at the airport. You know, um, so this is their way to combat that and make it more uh, exclusive. So it's so to be less people in there, be less crowded. Obviously, the big spenders is why they say it's capitalism. The big spenders who can access it with the black cars and use it whenever they want to, they want them to be comfortable. And those were the people, the billionaires or the people who 
really had a problem with the millionaires. Those are the people who was complaining about it being overcrowded with the poors. Well, the like thems, I think, is more of a appropriate. I don't know, I guess. I don't know their intention, but that's how I would hope it would be. Like, I get, like, but I mean, security measures are all taken for everybody. So why, why was it, why, I don't know. They got on there and said, it smelled broken here. It smelled broken. It smelled broken broken here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then people are saying it's anti-black because... Black, they started seeing black people have access to this space, and they started um, raising the threshold of entering the space, like they usually do with black, or like like they have done in the past with black people. Once they see black people being able to enjoy a luxury, they make it more exclusive as to exclude black. Okay. And it affect, and then people are like, "Well, I'm not black, and it affects me." But they don't understand that the people who have a problem with black people have no issue with excluding you, as long as it also excludes black people. I mean, you're saying that that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I say, I, I guess my question is, do you think the motives are driven? more behind it being an anti-black thing or is are they driven behind capitalism and the billionaires just not wanting to be around this crowded people and they want the luxury the the exclusivity i could agree with that one (coughs) i'm not saying it couldn't be the other way though but it could be both went to the uh, attendant why is it a monkey in this (laughs) these things these poor monkeys (laughs) <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah no you know they was very angry about all those people. and I could, all, I could see how it was both mm-hmm. I could see how it could be both anti-black and capitalist to to um, raise these raise the threshold for the policies or for to raise the threshold for entering the sky lounge I also can see how it was being abused. Why would you even want to go into the Sky Lounge if it's that many people in the Sky Lounge? I would rather sit in the regular fucking airport. Well, yeah. I try not to sit there too long. Where? At the airport. You try not to sit, like, just sit at the airport? I said I try not to sit there long. Like, I don't know why. I mean, like, if I had a bunch of money and I was traveling all the time, uh... Well, I guess I was it's in a Sky Club, it would be cool. Like a layover, if you got a layover like five hours, you go to the Sky Lounge and hang out there. Yeah, that's true. Or you're stuck sitting in just one of those airport seats. What I do is I just sit in the airport and chill for a few hours. Yeah. Really ain't that serious. Yeah, and I mean, if it's if more than a few hours, you could really walk around town if you wanted. They say it's a five-hour wait at the airport. That means you're going to spend an hour deplaning and an hour boarding. Yep. So you really got like a three-hour wait. You could take a nap. Yeah. You grab some food. You can go to the bar. Yep. Get drunk. 
You could get drunk. There's a list of things you well, could yeah, get Well, yeah, but you can get drunk in the Sky Lounge. You could get drunk in the Sky Lounge. Not if it's crowded as fuck and you got to wait in that line for three hours. I don't hours. even know what the Sky Lounge is. You don't know what the Sky Lounge <laughs> is? No. <laughs> if you go to the airport and you have uh, access, your card holder for the Sky Lounges, it's basically like they got recliners in there, a bar. Um, TVs, charging TV. stations, yeah. your own bathroom, snacks usually, or food. You ever been like, in there? I have been in there once, yep. Yeah. Oh, y'all got money. No, I, I, I no, no, no. I've never I've, been in the Skyline. Oh. I flew with somebody else's, like, <laughs> Delta account and flew with, yeah. The white, white. The white, white. He, no, he's Haitian, actually, so. <laughs> he was a, he was he's a, from the islands, you know. Black, black. Yeah, he's a pretty dark guy. <laughs> oh. He's a pretty dark guy. Yeah. Amazing dude, though. <clears throat> so, that's the, that's the new Delta policy, Sky Lounge policy. Well, that would exclude me, and I wouldn't be f- a fan of Delta. It sucks because I love flying Delta. Uh, I'm comfortable there with them. But it's so much more money, so I don't. They do charge a lot more extra. I, honestly, I'm one of those people who I don't mind being, uh, if for a short flight, obviously. If it's a flight, like, three, four <laughs> hours, I can take an uncomfortable plane ride. That's fine with me. I go to sleep in all that uncomfortability and wake up and get where I'm going. Well, yeah, but you ain't flying spirit fucking to Hawaii. There are no spirit flights to Hawaii, but yes. That's what I'm saying. Like you, That's true. You ain't flying into Europe either. Right. Yeah. I mean, spirit flights are typically pretty short flights. Yeah, they're all whatever they're... They, or round, they or they, they're like round-trip flights, you know what I'm saying? they jumping from airport to airport. You're going to have a little layover. Yeah. They don't really, they're not really long-ass flights. I mean, there might be. I haven't seen many of them. I know I've taken a flight to, like, L.A. That's like four, four or five hours. But <clears throat> I don't... I've never flew first class. I know once I do it, I'm going to be addicted. I never flew first class either. We only had access to the Sky Lounge. Yeah, I know once I do it, I'm going to be addicted to it. I'm going to just cash out for it every time. So I try not to do it for my pocket's sake. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot more expensive, bro. It's a hell of a lot more expensive. You're looking at like four or $500. Yeah, you're looking at three times the price. Yeah. What about you? You ever flew first class? No. You ever been on a plane before? Yeah. Where'd you fly? Uh, I flew to Miami. I flew to New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, That's white, white. New Orleans. <clears throat> His. Those the uh, New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Oh, places I flew. Okay. You flew to L.A. Have I ever flew to L.A.? Did you go to L.A.? No, I haven't. You flew to Texas. No, I didn't. I drove. Well, you need to fly next time. You flew to I'm New York. I'm definitely flying next time. You flew to New, York. <coughs> New York. Flew to Virginia. You was in the car with me. What are you talking about? You didn't go to L.A.? No, I didn't go to L.A. What a loser. I know. I wanted to go. You know, I was. I just wasn't invited. I wasn't included. I'm sure you could have just said, hey, I want to go. Yeah, I probably could have. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just been like, yo, I want to go to L.A. Yeah, I'm going with y'all. Yeah, I want to be like, all right. Yeah, you could have just went to L.A. Um, So I didn't know about the L.A. trip until like three days before it. And I was like. You had the money. 
and took off work. He was out. He was out. You could have did that. Three days before. <laughs> could have did that, man. No, you a grown ass man. I would have came back with no job. People be saying that, but that's not true. What? You would have had a job when you came back. I would have been applied to it. You would have been good, bro. Don't worry about anything. You would have been good. You would have been good. <laughs> See, people be worried about the wrong shit. You would have been good. Worried about the wrong stuff. I'm worried about having some work. All right, let's. Back. All right. <laughs> Let me ask this question then, since we finna get up out of here, because you were so late for this podcast. I, I thought I thought I was I was struggling today. I thought this would be a good conversation to have because I like reading books. I also like reading manga. But which do you think is a better um, form of? I I don't want to say better, but. I guess I do. I guess I want to pit them against each other. Manga versus just a regular book. Which one is... I feel like uh, <clears throat> the manga is providing the pictures, right? It's providing imagery. This, this imagery for you. But books, you have that imagery in your like in your own head. You provide it for yourself. Yeah, you and can make it whatever. Could you... you want do you think <laughs> if your favorite mangas were written as stories without all of the imagery and more mm-hmm. dialogue, more more of the more of the story being told in the words versus on the page as pictures. Do you think you would appreciate them more or the of uh, the same value or less? So <clears throat> I do have a a a light novel and a, a manga that I'm reading at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the manga for the imagery. It helps mm-hmm. with the imagery. It helps with like connecting some of the things that in the light novel I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the light novel goes in more depth. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the novel because of the the depth the conversations can go in compared to the manga. It's just quick. Mm-hmm. It don't go into like details or anything or. It don't go into the the amount of details like the book can actually go into. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the manga for the imagery, the like the pictures and stuff like that, and like how the characters look. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the book because of the depth. I can get the details. I can get fully fleshed out things compared to the the manga. Mm-hmm. So, what was do you prefer? I don't have a preference. Preference. I. Because I wish some books, some manga did have a light novel. Mm-hmm. So you can get more details of what, like, some things they talk about, like, are people powers. Like, for instance, Bleach is a character that they bankai. It don't have no details. Even to this day, it's, like, no details about her bankai. What it actually does. I wish it was actually a book or, or either, like, a data or what they call, like, a data book that details explain the character and like Mm -hmm. their powers and stuff so that's why i don't have a preference because i'm like i wish some book manga did have a light novel Mm -hmm. and i wish some light novels had a manga so it's such a different way of writing i think i prefer books over mangas just because the way that i would look (laughs) at the characters in my head even if you gave me a full description of them 
mm-hmm. would likely be different than the way you looked at him in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we would create the perfect stories or the imagery, the perfect imagery for the stories based upon whatever the 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 creator of the series or manga or whatever, whatever they meant for it to say, we would create that imagery. So if there was a fight, we would get all of the details of the fight and create that whole scene in our head. And I think I appreciate that more because I feel like I can, I can break down that whole fight in my head in slow motion. I can, but also I appreciate the manga and the, and actually I appreciate the anime for imagery more than I appreciate mangas. Yeah. Animes, the anime, if it's produced well, yeah, it typically Cause you does more some, for me. You have some shitty anime. <laughs> yeah. Bro, who made this? <laughs> but I will say this. I can, like for One Piece, sometimes I don't even have to read that chapter. I just listen to somebody else reading the chapter, explaining what happened. Because mm-hmm. I don't really need the imagery. I just need you to tell me the story. I want to know the story of what's going on. Yep. <laughs> but if it's like a crazy fight or some shit, oh yeah, I or it's like read it. <laughs> yeah, if it's something going on, something big in the story that I need to see, I'm gonna have to go read the manga for real. Yep. But if for the most part, I really just want to hear how, where the story is, what where the story is going. Mm-hmm. Um, I do one thing that's so different about mangas, and we're not saying I'm not saying anything new here, but they really release like like Oda, for example, with One Piece. He releases a chapter a week for a year. At the most, that's 52 chapters. What is that, 52 weeks? Or, yes, 52. Yeah, 52, weeks in a 52 chapters a year. And it's not that because he take break, break weeks. Year. So it really be like 30 chapters a year. Yeah. That is so different than reading a story. And if you broke down the One Piece story as long as it is and put it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't put it into one book. It would likely be as long as like three, maybe, maybe three books. All of the Harry Potter novels is probably the whole One Piece series. If it was like if by the time it's finished, I would argue. But yeah, by the time yeah. by the time it's finished, it would probably be as long as the Harry Potter series. It, but it would be broken down into yeah, like books. Yeah, it just takes so much longer because the, the all the Blue details Art, the, some some of these mangas be having, I'd be like, how did y'all draw this in a week? Cause I'd be like, bro. <laughs> That's what I I literally looked that up earlier today. Cause I was like, how does Oda draw this shit? But it's you know he he draws he's the, I guess the basic is he draws everything that's moving. He draw the characters. He draw the birds. He draw the clouds. He draw everything that's moving. And his assistants draw everything in the background. Yep. <laughs> Cause I know it's another manga artist. He used to be a tattoo artist. And you could tell that he used to be a tattoo artist because the amount of detail in his work. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, even his, when his manga was coming out, it was a weekly basis. And I'm like, how do you get this much detail in a week? I don't know how Oda is writing 17 page chapters and drawing them <laughs> in a week, though. Like, I'd be sitting there like, seven days, 17 pages is great of pictures. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how these manga artists You're do drawing it. But I mean, I guess if you dedicate yourself to eight hours a day. Yeah. If you dedicate yourself to eight hours a day. But then you got a you got a storyboard. I don't 
don't know. It's a, that's a lot of work, though. It's, that's 40 it's, hours a week. Because it's a real job. you still putting in. Some manga work. artists, they say they sit there and draw for like well, yeah. 15, they, 16 hours a day. They probably, they probably going extra hard, but I'm, I'm just saying like 40 hours a week, you could probably finish yeah. a fair amount of what you need to get done, especially if your assistant is doing the background shit. Yeah. But still, like that's why I, I see why a lot of manga artists have health problems. Have what health problems? A lot of health problems. Yeah, well, I mean, even then, they are living a normal life, and regular people have health problems. Yeah. If they, if you're expected to release a manga every week, and you're also experiencing the regular woes of life, you're gonna have like your problems. You're gonna have your kinks in life. Everybody does, but it's just more accentuated because you're doing something on a public scale weekly. And it's not even like you have summers off or you have winters <laughs> off. You're doing this shit. Oda been doing this shit weekly for 20, like, um, seven yeah. years or some shit like that. Because they were like, man, some of them be having, like, extreme back pain, back multiple back surgeries because they always bent over, mm-hmm. drawing. I'm like, and some of these people, like, even the, the dude that drew Sailor Moon, he has other manga that has came out, like other manga series. He's been doing it for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, how y'all been sitting on bent over for 30 years? But you mean, they probably got boards made to right here so they can just <laughs> sit straight up and draw. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would give me a table made to sit right up on my dumb ass. <laughs> and I'm going to just draw like these, nigga. I'm not going to be hunched over for nobody. But yeah, I'm just. What you think? Make Jada? you appreciate that. I agree. I would be the same way. <laughs> do you think ergonomics is important? <laughs> ergonomics is important. Do you? You don't read manga, but you read comic books, right? Yeah. Do you prefer comic books or traditional literature? Like, with just words? Yeah, like a comic book is providing the imagery along with the words. <clears throat> There's a lot less words. A lot less words. Because they provide a lot of context in the image. Correct. In a real book, all the context is provided through words. Right. Color a shirt and all that other yeah. shit. And you create all the imagery with your imagination. Which one is better? Well, comic books. You think comic books are better? I think it, I think it, yeah. Yes. Okay. Why do you feel that way? Easier on your mind. I guess like it's easier to process everything. You could probably consume much more content that way because I don't have to read through <laughs> such a childish way of putting it. Cause all I can think of is picture books. Like, <laughs> I just need a picture book. Well, I mean, that would be even easier. <laughs> it is a picture book. That's well, it. there's still words you got to read. Well, picture books do have words. Kids' books have, like, little sentences, just like comic books. Whatever. The duck says quack. True that. Dog says bark. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just one sentence here and then one sentence there. But, yes, no, that's interesting, though, because he said he didn't have a preference. It was 50-50. <clears throat> I like books, and you said comic books. Yeah. Or manga in the same realm. So whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Picture books. This light got me looking light skinned. No, you you attractive in the light. You a ugly motherfucker in, in the, the dark. dark. I know. That's that why light? that's why you in the club. You don't get no bitches. But they can either cut the lights on, 
Yikes. I look like Boy, you gonna be getting the tatties. I can see you look like Maxwell. (laughs) 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 I just looked at the uh, the picture. I'm like, bro, I look light skinned. Yeah, me too. Like, usually I'm dark as hell, but today the yeah. light got me looking different. Yeah, sir, you might get some bitches off that one, Maxwell. It's just a Facebook feed here. It's not this video. You guys are <laughs> not yeah, reached out. You hear that? You actually pretty dark, is what he said. Yeah, he you was like you, this. this you silly dark. monkey. <laughs> no, man. no, no. He went freeze mm. on you. No. Freeze on me. That's crazy, J Dub. You silly monkey. <laughs> no way. I got the real video. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty funny, man. Anything you wanted to discuss? Nah, cause it's the same old, same old. You know, in social media. So, wait, did we ask him what he did last week? What'd you do last week, freaky I boy? Sick. Oh, you had that diarrhea. You had mono. Oh, you got mono. Damn, dude, bro. There was a terrible. There was a terrible. Oh, you had mono. There was a terrible outbreak at the strip club last two weeks ago. That's crazy. No strip club. The crazy thing is, I haven't been to a strip club. You've been with somebody that's a stripper, though. You know what I'm saying? I might have, but I haven't been to a strip club since I was 18. Oh, really? Yeah. You put your face in it. What? That's how you get mono. Where did you even get that from? I appreciate y'all for tuning in. (laughs) It's been a dope episode, guys. Next week, we'll talk about how how Jerry the Shepherd, he didn't say his AKAs, he put his face in it. That is crazy. You want to lead us out, bro? Tell him him thank you for tapping in since you was late. I got it. Thank you for tapping in to the Laidback Ass Podcast. And we some Laidback Ass. Oh, see, he don't even know how to do it. He don't know how to do it. I was going to add some pedazz to it. guys. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Shepard. No, you good. (laughs) Oh, man.